Listener Production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. Oh, hi, Nat. Hello. We've got T-shirts. Yeah. They say technology, why not for girls? <laughs> we finally got them. <laughs> there is something funny about that though. It, I know it is funny because today is actually a little bit sentimental. Feels a bit funny. I've got to say, I'm not good. I'm good at starting things. I think you are too. Yes. I'm not good at ending no, things. No, I'm not good at ending things either. You know, I like to pretend it doesn't happen, just yeah, brush on past it yeah, and do yeah. it later. Yeah, no, that never happened. But no, no, it's ending, but it it may not be ending you know, like it's not forever. That's the way I look at things. Right. Absolutely. If you do that, I think that's what makes it fine. Yeah. So I guess we've given the game away, haven't we? <laughs> well, if you'd like to uh, elaborate, Cecilia, I'm sure everyone is all ears. All right. So today is the final Wellness Collective as you know it. It's final and we're saying final season one. Season one went on for quite a long time. <laughs> Maybe. How yeah, long? 150-something yeah. episodes here and, what, 20, 30 before we yeah, came maybe. to Listener, Listener Podcast yes. One. Yes. Yeah. So we've we've been hanging out for a long time. But we have. But it is the last episode of Cecilia and Nat. It is. Yeah. And it feels really weird. And it's my fault. I oh, I don't need... <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are holding you accountable. That <laughs> Well, it no. is. Because I, I, to be honest, the last six months or so... I have just run out of steam. So I just don't think I can do all the things at once mm-hmm. and have all the people around at once. <laughs> well, I think it's, that's an important thing to actually talk about because we can think these things and we can want change to happen and we can recognise that we need to do something, but the doing is the hard part, right? Mm-hmm. So even just being able to put your hand up and say, okay, I think that that's, that's the thing that's got to stop it's brave to do that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it is. But we've had an amazing, how many years really? I've said four, but did I make that up? You made that up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 2016 we got together. Oh, it's more than four. Yeah, it's like this is our sixth year. Right, well, that's a long time. So and, you know, it is a long time. Absolutely. But, of course, a couple of things actually. I've been in studio since we've known this, recording on my own, and I am absolutely going to miss the banter. When I listen back to old episodes, you cannot recreate banter on your own. No. You can't talk to yourself. <laughs> I, I always give it a red hot go, but it's not the same. It's You're not, right. It's no. really not. But anyway, we might have you back. You can come, you know, when you're feeling particularly inspired, maybe you can just come back and do a, oh a potty God. here or there. I would love to do there that. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No, well, this is the thing. Never leave doors closed That's in right. a nasty way. Absolutely. Always leave with the relationship intact. There yes. you go. There's a live hack for you. <laughs> it's true though, I don't know, you think? Right? Very true. You know, even sitting here in this studio as we record this, I have been associated with this company since 2003. Yeah, that's a really long time. It's a long time. That's what, yes. like 20 years? Yes. Yeah. Without long service. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no long service. But in that time I've done like so many different things. But I've always kept the relationship open because I just love radio and I love this and what a great opportunity it's been to do this podcast for so long. Absolutely. I'm not going to get sentimental and cry. (laughs) Well, look, here's the thing. We want to go out with a bang. Mm. And if you remember, 
Last year, we were honoured to win the silver medal at the Australian Podcast Awards. No one, no one, surely no one remembers that. <laughs> well, I keep making sure they do. And well, we entered again this year and I thought, since we have to, when we enter, what you have to do is you have to enter up to 15 minutes of content across five different episodes. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're going to pick your favourite or your really interesting mm. or best five episodes. And so I was like, well, given that by the time that this airs, that's already been submitted, let's use those five episodes as our final wrap up. And then we can literally kind of summarise the last yeah. 12 months and feel good at the same time. Oh, I like it. Yes. All right. So let's do that. So the first one that we are going to revisit just a little bit of. I mean, it was pretty hard to choose, wasn't it? Well, it was your job, actually. You uh, chose them. <laughs> I did. I went through. I did yes, the rest no, of the yes. writing part and you did that. <laughs> but yes, it was particularly hard, but I do love what you chose. Oh, well, that's good. Lucky. Yes. The one thing I didn't choose, though, was the orgasm a day one, which I've got to say that's one of my favourite episodes from the last <laughs> 12 months or so because we thought we were interviewing someone completely different and someone who was a little <laughs> bit Jesus-y and instead we interviewed someone who was was all about masturbating every day. It was like, like talk about do you show? We were prep? not prepared. Oh, we, well, we, not, we, we tried. It just she had the same name as someone else. It was very we confusing. Learned, though. We learned and we evolved to make sure that our team get more details when they, when they book a guest. Yeah. Anyway, oh well, you live and learn. So our first one we're going to revisit, though, was our friend Dr. B. Sorry, before we go in, Cecilia, you did, I just want to make mention, you finally got your wish of having somebody on the podcast to talk about gut health, but he was epic on a whole new level. We have to, on some level, always maintain an open mind because we know what we know until we know more. But isn't that the whole point of the Wellness Collective? Right. Yes. But, you know, we have preconceived ideas and we're like, no, that's the way it is. And I think if anything we've learnt is that mm, things always, we always learn more. We always learn new things, you know. Yeah, and also the last 18 months, you know, a pandemic will really chuck a cat amongst the pigeons when it comes to learning new things on a daily basis. Anyway, our guest today is coming to us from the US of A. Love that, that we can do that with the time difference. Yes. His name is Dr. B. Not Go doc- and pronounce it. Not Dr. B. All right, hang on. No, I'm going to say <laughs> Dr. Bulsowitz. Yeah. Hey. Welcome, Dr. Will Bulsowitz. We're going to call you Dr. B because that's what you like. Welcome to the Wellness Collective. I love it. Collective. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nat and Cecilia. Thank you for having me on the Wellness Collective. I'm I'm happy and excited to be here. And, um, you know, just to comment real quick on what you were touching on, I think that humility is a very important part of being real in anything that is a science-related field because the science constantly evolves and we the pendulum is always swinging back and forth. And there is so much that we don't know. Mm. And it's very clear. It's very clear that there's so much that we just don't know. I'm an early 30s guy. I'm a very much type A. I knew that I didn't like the way that I felt. I knew that I didn't like the guy that I saw in the mirror. I knew that something had to change. And so I started going to the gym like super hardcore. All right, like literally six days a week, 30 to 45 minutes of strength training. And then either run a five to 10K if it's the winter time or jump in the pool in the summertime and do 50 to 100 laps. Every day, right? so like six days. Six, six days a week, yeah. 
Wow. Um, it's a very masculine thing to do. Isn't it? It's like, <laughs> right, come on, let's just kick this in the dick. Yeah, let's do it. There, I didn't realize we were allowed to talk that way on the show. I'm glad that we can. Go for it. <laughs> so it's, sometimes, so, it's a good way to sum it up. Yeah. Well, you know, look, I mean, uh, maybe it is a very masculine thing to do, uh, but there's this, there's this mindset that it's like, okay, um, if I work out enough, then I can eat the food that I love, uh, okay. which by yeah. the way was junk food. The trade-off. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got to say kick it in the dick. I mean, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about put you. Oh, yeah, like, did I, you just I, put I, the audio in there for that? No, but I thought he was great. He was good. But I also thought, are you going to be able to say to people, let's kick it in the dick? I hope you can. <laughs> I passed that baton on to you. I should you. have done it with today's recordings. Anyway, oh, right, thank yeah. you. I will take that legacy. Yes. And move forward. Good. Yes, that <laughs> you should. Mm-hmm. And then another topic that was very close to our hearts on many levels and most people who are in our circles who are in the similar age mm-hmm. group that is of course perimenopause and menopause and we had a great guest really go through it and um help us through it and show us there was a light at the end of the tunnel didn't we yeah, we did and that was uh Dr Maritza who came and talked to us about perimenopause and menopause actually when i think about menopause it's like this kind of gray cloud that sits on your timeline that's what I feel like. Like it's just sitting there waiting for me, that grey cloud. I don't know when it's going to come and rain down on me. <laughs> and the weird thing about menopause is you kind of call it that once it's happened. So while it's happening, you don't really, you know, perimenopause is the thing. But what do you like rock up to your doctor one day and you get a certificate that says you have completed menopause? Like it's really <laughs> weird. There's so many questions about right, it. We found right. someone well, to help us a bit with it. We did, but we, I just want to quiz you on something first. All right, go on. Do you know what age you start to transition through perimenopause? Well, it's different for everybody, isn't it? 35. 35 is the age that we say that that's the next phase. Right. So most women freak out because when they hear that, they go, I am not menopausal. No, you're not menopausal. You might have 20 years in perimenopause, but we oh, talk great. about perimenopause as if it's when we start to see symptoms. Let's uh, <laughs> let's just cut to the chase. Um, and my beautiful friend, Dr. Marisa Snyder, welcome to the Wellness Collective. How are you? I am wonderful. You ladies look gorgeous. I am so happy to be here today. Uh, to me, I have this vision of once you get your menopause certificate, like your bones just start to break down. Like, you know. <laughs> so my next question is like your mum's a great example. Yeah. How do you then live the rest of your life as a strong, healthy woman with great bones and great skin and all the all the stuff that your estrogen and your other hormones, because I'm not the hormone expert, um, were doing, you know, throughout your fertile years? How do we continue yes. to be amazing? Absolutely. I think number one, you decide. That is the first step. That's what JLo did. He decided <laughs> that she was going to jump on that pole at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? She decided that she was going to fit. She was going to show off her little abs. You know, it's a decision. You just got to just say, you know what? Like it, it's going to look different for me. I'm going to, and I'm in, in as, as early as we can have, if anyone's hearing this conversation at 35 or 40, you get to decide right now how it gets to look for you. 
I have another question about surgical menopause and whether or not this still applies for women that have found themselves in menopause because they've had a hysterectomy Mm. um, and they're feeling the effects well before they ever expected. Can we still use these same principles for these women? Yes, but we, they do need more help. Mm-hmm. If your body was thinking it was going to have hormones at 38 or 42 or 29, whatever that age was, and your body is expecting to operate with those hormones, I do, I do feel strongly that bioidentical hormones for these women is so critical because we, we just stripped you of hormones that you were supposed to have that were supposed to be running like a fine-tuned machine in those years. And now you don't have them anymore. And so I, 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 every woman's a little bit different and I, I, you know, I want us to be, I want us to be better here. I feel like we really fail women in this department. I think it's been interesting too if we look back at some of the guests that we've had and some of the ones that you know you've come across and some of the ones that I've come across and there's been some that have been really left of field or left of center. Is that the if I mixed metaphor? I don't know. Mm. Right of field, left of center. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Left of center. I know yeah. it's right. I okay. don't know what the field okay. part is. Yes. I can't remember. Yes. And Donna Stolzenberg was one guest who really opened your eyes. And I must say, I have enjoyed throwing some cats among the pigeons. I know. I just know and remember the smile on your face when you were like, see, look, you learned something and I taught you. (laughs) I was like, yes, but there was an excellent episode where she talked about her amazing initiative and program, I guess, is it? that Program, yeah, which helps uh, women who are homeless or underprivileged with personal hygiene supplies and support. I'd never Period thought about this. Period poverty. Yes. Yeah. I'm puffed, Cecilia. I'm oh, puffed. I know. Just, I thought I was starting and you, you're too puffed and now you're starting. Sorry. I mean, it's we just right. had a bit of technical, you know, know, we love our line technology. That's right. Not, for, not girls. for girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd love that to not be true, but it does seem to be the case that we come up against, it's just all the little things, isn't it? Like I'm sure at the moment... 2020 would have thrown so many technical things at people that they had never thought of before. Yes, we're all a bit also, sick of that, aren't we? You know, I feel like as women, we do. Oh, we do pretty well. We do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm saying is that we're very capable. Can I tell you about? I'm sure I've said this before. My dad said to my mum a little while ago, "I think you should learn how to look things up on the internet." And she goes. When you learn how to use the washing machine and the oven, I'll do that. Well, then I have my mum. Her answer for everything is, oh, you should just Google that. And I'm like, yeah, mum, we've been doing that for a while now. (laughs) She's just like, last time I was home, which was quite some time ago now, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everything's like, oh, you should just Google that. I'm like, it's like it's revolutionary for her. Bless her. (laughs) We love her. We love Carol. Don't don't knock looking up things on Google because that is actually how I found out about our guest today. Well, there you go. Mm. Maybe we could have our guest introduce herself. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so I'm Donna Stolzenberg. I'm the founder and CEO of National Homeless Collective, which is a charity that incorporates anywhere between six and eight different projects um, across the country at any one time. Uh, the main one that we're known for is the Period Project, and that's probably how you found mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um, so the Period Project is designed to support uh, people um, with menstruation, people who are experiencing um, period poverty, who don't have access to adequate sanitary items to manage their period. So we make sure that they have what they need and that they also have choice in what products they're using. 
I think it's amazing. You are 100% correct because, of course, when anything comes up with a word period in it, um, Natalie's ears prick up and mine do now too. Um, I did spend a lot of my life ignoring period things as much as possible, but no, not anymore. But yeah, I saw it and I was like, this is absolutely amazing. I have Google Alerts set up for period, (laughs) (laughs) amongst other things. Okay, so this next one was a standout Mm. episode because it kind of went places that I didn't really expect. It kind of tested my bladder, actually, because, (laughs) you know, I mean, we're talking about what we were talking about was actually genius, especially for women, but it kind of went in other directions. Do you know what's interesting about this episode? We talked to George McEncrow, who is the uh, founder of Sheba Rideshare. But one of the things I thought was really interesting was we titled the episode Feminists Riding in Cars, and I think some people got a bit confused about that. Oh. But honestly, it was really funny and insightful. Hey, um, today we're going to talk to someone who, um, you know, you know, you meet those women who wear a lot of hats. I mean, I you're one of them. A lot of makeup. I was really like, <laughs> hmm, okay, where are you going with that? No, a lot no, of no, hats. no, a yes. lot of hats. Yes, yes. I mean, many women wear a lot of hats. Professionally, though. The lady we're speaking to today, I like the hats she's chosen because they're all very different. There's like one for the races and one for the bush. Anyway, this is an analogy that's going in a strange direction. This is going in somewhere I didn't expect it to. But today we are talking to George McEncrow. Hello. Welcome to the Wellness Collective, George. It's so lovely to be here. I feel well already. Oh, Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Good. Being in our aura. Now tell us who you are and what you do. Okay. I am, well, I am a lot of things. I am the CEO and founder of Sheba Rideshare, which is an app for, you know, rideshare for women and children. So we have all women drivers and we take women and kids. We also take dads with their families. Um, and so that's, you know, an app that's been around now for, we're coming up to our uh, three and a half years. We'll be four next March. And uh, I also have four children. I'm a single mum. Were you the only person driving for Sheba for a while or, no, or what happened? People came on board really quickly. Like as soon as I did it, of course, I got a lot of cross blokes as well, like yeah. a lot of really <laughs> cranky men. Well, they need to go out and fix the other men, like go and well, teach the said, others how to behave. If you just do whatever you want, guy. Like I'm not saying you're y- a no, problem. No. Um, and there are heaps of other services for you. So I had to go and get all the exemptions and I had to say, hey, you know what, I think there are heaps of great guys driving in these services and these platforms and you're all wonderful. But if we have this over here, I'm not going to make you less safe. So if you can tell me how Sheba will yeah. make you less safe, I'll shut down the app tomorrow. And then there's just this big silence after that. It's such a good way of positing the argument because yeah. it's the same with the Black Lives Matter, which we've seen recently as well. It doesn't mean everybody else's lives don't matter. No. Like what they're saying is we want to be heard and yeah. it's just a separate issue altogether to what's going on in everybody else's life. Yet people take and two things, things. two things can be true, right? It, so absolutely. men will write to me and say, well, men get raped. And I go, Absolutely. And and what? It has like, nothing to do with what we're doing here. That's right. So I will totally sign any of your petitions. I am not being against sexual assault for women in cars. Doesn't mean I'm pro assault for men. Like, they don't try and put me in this binary, ridiculous, nonsensical argument. Mm. You know, I think everyone should be safe to get transport. And currently, that's not the situation. So how about we all agree 
that there should be options and safety. And I imagine also then for the women that are driving the cars. Yes. That's another layer. That was the biggest thing. Right. right? So only 6% of cab drivers are women and only 10% of rideshare drivers are women. And yet women are 70% of the flexible part-time workforce. So I was thinking women are voting with their feet not to buy into this very flexible, very, you know, at that time, very lucrative rideshare market. Um, So I thought, this is really interesting. Why aren't women driving? So I built the app with other drivers. So women can drive with their kids in the car. Women can, they keep 85% of their fares, their shareholders. Um, And I'm a driver, so we all know what it's like. You know, they help build the app. So there's a whole lot of things in there. They see every destination. They can drive, take trips a month in in advance. They can book all their trips ahead. So it's a very driver-focused app. Because I would say if I ever get in a cab or an Uber and it is a female driver, I will actually think, wow, you're brave. Well, That's the first thing that comes to my mm, mind. And that's where it started. You know, my time on radio really showed me like when women did get hurt as as Uber drivers, the number of people who call in and go, well, what was she thinking? You know, that's the (laughs) predominant. It's the same attitude we hear when a woman gets assaulted. If she's running on a track at night with her headphones in, what was she thinking really? Like, come on, what was she? Surely she must have sort Mm. of expected it. So Mm. I just wanted to kill that argument. All right. Well, if it's not safe for her to be being an Uber driver late at night, then, and picking up drunk men, let's make it that she can just pick up drunk Drunk women. women. (laughs) She'll be annoyed. She might be a bit bored. They might bang on. And I've picked up plenty of them. A lot of that. There's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of, can we stop? I need to have a piss. Oh my gosh. Um, As long as there's no vomit. uh, Even vomit, right? I love it. I take the best vomit bag ever. Is it just a... a, um, Glad bag with a it's seal. A glad bag with a seal. There you go. Locks in the scent. <laughs> yep. And it locks I do everything call it a scent. <laughs> I don't call it no. a scent. It is a scent. Yes, yeah. right. Locked well, it does lock it. And then I give it to my passenger and go. say, this is a little token of your night out. Could there you, you please dispose of this carefully? That's amazing. Or a trophy. Yeah. I think also that it's your first night out after having children <laughs> <trophy>. or something. <laughs> I don't know if you want to put it on the mantelpiece. Yeah. Well, it's like it's been, uh, you know. Put it in first, the freezer your for your first husband. Along with the placenta. Yeah, don't mix it up with the breast milk. There's a stew I made for you and the kids. I'm off on the girls' way. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> and then finally, Hamish Blake. That was a fun episode. I think there were many highlights for me, but part of it was also that we were all freshly in lockdown and we didn't really know too much what to do with that. Now we're old bags. Imagine like that. God. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, so we have talked a lot about motherhood throughout the Wellness Collective, you know, from before birth to during, after, and all the parts, the moving parts. And for the mothers who have gone through, you know, miscarriages, pretty much every aspect of it. But we hadn't really talked about dads that much. So Hamish was our guy. Now, we've done so many podcasts about mothering, haven't we? Oh, yes. It seems we've to be. We've covered off every aspect of you mothering. You know, before you're a mother, thinking about being a mother, while you're brewing your baby, baby. after, when how you it all turns out. to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the things. Yep. 
we've never covered fatherhood. No. And so today we've reached out to a very special guest to help us with this topic. I don't even know if he knows that's the topic that we decided we wanted to talk to him about. But I, I think thought I was here to <laughs> learn how to get better orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our, one of our previous episodes that we weren't prepared yeah, I, sorry, for. I thought you were doing a, a two-part special and I was the second bit. <laughs> Did you see that we weren't actually prepared for it? We researched this totally wrong person and then we didn't know what the... We didn't even ask and then all of a sudden she starts talking about you know, like orgasm a day. Oh, okay. I thought we were actually talking about Jesus and spirituality. Oh, it was oh, as yeah, far yeah. from... Anyway, that was fun. Awesome. It was, well, it's like that. I mean, again, we're getting off the topic here, but you remember that time on the BBC where they were meant to be talking about economic policy or something and they got the driver from... Like, there was the driver that, <laughs> that like, had dropped the minister at the studio and it was just a bloke and who was just too polite to go... I'm not the guy you think I am. And they just like r- rush out in the corridor and grab this guy and put a mic on him and go, and you're through here. And I guess he's just like, okay. And then sitting down on breakfast television, like, all right, now, Minister, welcome. And he's just here, they're going, I hate I'm not. I'm so sorry. I'm not who you think I am. It was so funny because she says something about 30 or uh, an orgasm a day. And Cecilia goes, oh. <laughs> Um, intro anyway. Well, it's we, a lot more interesting. Anyway, special guest, in case you haven't picked up that wonderful, familiar voice, please introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Hamish Blake. I have no specialty in being a father, but I have two technical runs on the board in terms of children who, yeah. because I'm recording this at my place, um, I'm Zooming you guys. You can hear them running around the background. You're going to get live. You'll get live proof that I'm a dad. Um, I just, don't uh, you love, though, that that's so accepted now as part of people's lives that up until 2020, if you had a life that involved a family, which, you know, plenty of people did, that oh, yeah, did hidden. not correspond with work at all. And no, no. Now it's like, it's just part of the fun. I love yeah, it. The children should be seen and not heard. That's definitely gone out the window. <laughs> now, well, I guess we were, we were pretty lucky, I suppose, in our, you know, in our circle of people. I don't think we'd, we'd know too many people that would be, you know, thinking along those kind of 50s lines but no. it was a thing but it was a thing in radio you'd be like you know please try and get somewhere quiet and yeah everyone's just like nah we're all at home That's a year. Well, that's one year, but we've, like you said, it's been six <laughs> years. That just sums up the last twelve months. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Look, I'm excited moving forward, but I'm also absolutely going to miss many, many aspects of podcasting with you. So, the banter, the support. Oh, you know, doing good. it on your own. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but that's fine. So, look. Let's not get ourselves upset because also we are living in time of pandemic and we probably shouldn't be hugging each other to, <laughs> to comfort ourselves. And you catch COVID from tears, <laughs> I don't know. But look, yeah, look, I'm really, um, I'm looking forward to moving into the next phases and it won't be the same, but it will be no. still the Wellness Collective. So it is exciting moving forward, but you're always welcome back on the microphone next to me. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> well, I think you need to call it the Wellness Collective the Nat Chats. Right. Mm. Well, that does rhyme. The Chats with Nats. I love an alliteration. <laughs> um, yeah. And I want to say thank you to you for taking a punt on me. I was thinking about it the other day about how funny it was when we first met each other and we were like, we're in a cafe and you had Geordie with you and you were trying to like feed him things to keep him busy so that we could discuss <laughs> what we were going to do and we'd never met before. And we were like, all right, so here we are embarking on this thing together. And bloody hell, we've 
We made it. Did we, a lot. We did. We did a very. We did a very good job. I feel. And we even, you know, we've been to the the podcast awards twice. Once in person. Once via Zoom. Mm. We painted Sydney red and had a great old time when we, we got to go to the one in person. That was totally. wow. Remember those days when you could go to a thing with a whole group of people in one room? I know, right? Oh. The only one thing we didn't get to do was a live event. Oh, I know. Anyway. Maybe I can come back and we can do there that. There you go. And we can wear our T-shirts. Yeah. Post-COVID, <laughs> let's have a wellness collective in-person get-together for all our community. And I want to say a huge thank you to all of you who are part of the Wellness Collective and to everyone who stopped me and said, you go, now I'm going to get upset, um, <laughs> and said thank you for doing it. I love listening. Um, yeah, that's why we've done it. Oh, thank you so much. I'll let Cecilia collect herself there. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? We just, just keep talking so that we don't actually have to say goodbye. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so moving forward, the details of when the Wellness Collective are back, just stay tuned. Um, it won't be too long. It'll be a couple of weeks break in between. Yep. It'll look different. It'll feel different because obviously it'll just be me. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm really excited to continue to, you know, bring people's uh, knowledge and that's what the Wellness Collective is all about. It's people mm-hmm. and it's the community and we've just been here to talk about it. So that's right. Very exciting um, moving forward. But also, yeah, literally we are closing a chapter. We are. But you can keep track of where I'm at on my Instagram or my website. You'll find me there. Absolutely. And I'll be keeping an eye on the Wellness Collective podcast Instagram and going, oh, this is a bit weird. I'm not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. When I, when I cross the line of interviewing aliens and she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, what is she doing? <laughs> I, am not do- I am not doing that. I am not doing that. Um, <laughs> look, here's one thing that won't go astray. You can still rate the podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, and I think we might have had a, a review. I feel like you should probably read it last time around. The okay. Block. All right. Let me just have a look. It's funny, I'm just looking on my um, Apple uh, podcast and it, under the Wellness Collective it says, not interested anymore. Oh, That's ironic. Oh. Uh, no, it's not that I'm not interested. I just, there's not enough of me to go in all the buckets, that's for sure. Okay, how about this one? 1st yeah. of September, best podcast, long-time listener, first-time reviewer. Love, love, love you gals. Always bringing useful, educational, interesting and informative podcasts out that are always great to listen to and learn from. You've totally changed my outlook within health and well-being, and introduced me to so many more knowledgeable people to follow that align with my lifestyle change for the better. Cannot thank you enough for the amazing content you continuously bring out, Liz. Kiss, kiss. Aw, thanks, thanks Liz. Liz. We appreciate that so much. Yes, indeed. Right, well, I guess I'll be seeing you for a wine and... Yes. Uh, Good luck with the technology. Now you've got the T-shirt. Got the so t-shirt, at least so when... I feel I've got it worked out now. Mm. I can do anything. We will have to post a picture of this and let people see what's going on because they are particularly hilarious. That's right. The motto to the whole time we've been making the Wellness Collective from when we started in the studio with the picnic blanket in front of us <laughs> till right through all of the studios and piggybacking after Dave Hughes and Ed Cavalier and <laughs> Hamish and to get out Andy of and <laughs> everybody our and his studio. dog in here. <laughs> has always been technology, why not for girls? Because, boy, we've had some hiccups. But anyway, we've got through. And until I see you next time on The Wellness Collective, <laughs> one day. <laughs> we hope that this episode has left you feeling happier. Healthier. And better. Oh, and watch out for the uh, podcast awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's that too.
listener.